Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalip Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, and a happy homecoming weekend to all of you. Baylor homecoming. We'll get you ready also. Friday night football around Central Texas. I'll be out at some of the events tonight, making my way around the bonfire, the pep rally. I'm sure Coach Aranda will make an appearance. Maybe a couple of the players will be out there, and um, we'll be telling some stories. I did see uh, uh, over the uh, over the last 24 hours, the eternal flame has been lit above the uh, statue of the Immortal Ten. And anybody that's been around Baylor knows what the Immortal Ten represents. And so now there will be a uh, eternal flame that burns uh, year-round. It'll, it'll uh, The eternal flame will be dedicated around the time of the Immortal Ten uh, special basketball game they do. That's usually on ESPN. And uh, and so anyway, just a really interest, uh, great thing that the Bears do. Now, last night, Aaron, I was uh, fortunate enough after my appearance at the Baylor Club to go over. You remember Aaron when I was touting something called Dinner on the Diamond last week? Well, I got invited to it. And uh, had had just such a great time. Glenn Moore, longtime softball coach, tremendous job. Hoot Jonigan also. Uh, Danny, golly, Danny Price over there, the uh, director of softball operations for that Baylor softball program. She, uh, the, she and Hoot, I don't know, I, I heard different versions of whose brainchild it was. Hoot loves this kind of stuff understands how to put on a show and Danny obviously uh knows a lot about this so I think they both had a big hand in it and it was just a really cool event there we were sitting out on the softball field beautiful Getterman Stadium and if Sue Getterman wasn't there just sitting right there at the table over there with Coach Moore I got to sit with uh Dari the big time pitcher Dariana uh Dori- doriana big time uh pitcher for the bears and uh, i think she has tried to talk coach into letting her play some shortstop and that kind of thing too and then her buddy the center fielder wow wow um I, i'm trying to think who else sat at uh sydney who is an infielder i think plays over maybe around on third base was at our table but i loved getting to be with the uh the Baylor softball program, just such cool girls. And uh, and then the Baylor administrator on that, uh, a couple of administrators got up and spoke. Uh, one with the uh, Baylor Foundation, the Bear Foundation, 
kind of a, a fundraising component to, to Bear Nation. And then the, um, the administrator for softball was there, and she was really cool and had some great things to say. But what a, what a great night it was. And to be around the program, they're just a lot of fun. Back in 2008, I had a uh, – the second baseman was Jordan Daniels. And I, she may be, in, for all I know, in the Athletics Hall of Fame now. She was an incredible Baylor softball player. And that was my cousin, Aaron. And and so we took a, started taking a real particular interest. But when you go to Getterman, then you realize, my gosh, this team has gone to the – Steve's taken them – I mean uh, – Glenn's taken them four times that I, I can recall. And you got to go back to like, I don't know, around 2007, eight. You know, there was a period of time there where they had a really just a tremendous run. And they're trying to get it back to that. And I think they're headed that way. Of course, they play in this incredibly tough uh, um, conference. Now, also, Aaron, you would love hearing from this guy, Alan LeFevre, the. Uh, he teaches over at Truett, but he's also kind of known for being a historian. And he wrote the history of Baylor. I, I know the history of Baylor athletics, maybe just the history of Baylor altogether, because I've seen that book. And I think I actually have that book here at the house somewhere. But he just has a great knowledge of, like, Baylor, even when Bear, the Baylor was uh, in independence Texas all those years ago and in the first ever Baylor graduate in like I don't know 1854 first female graduate right around 1856 and he did a wonderful job of tying it all together and uh, Aaron you'll like to know that uh, between uh, Alan and his wife and I mean Bubba Hicks was out there former famous uh, Baylor football player and Coach Moore, and co- of course, uh, Coach Jonigan, Hoot Jonigan. Man, all these folks claim that they listen to our show every day. And, uh, and in fact, uh, Coach uh, was up giving an address, and Aaron, he uh, identified me as a dignitary and introduced me to the crowd that had assembled on the diamond. So really, really cool. This was the first year they've done this dinner on the diamond, and, of course, that happened on October 20th, which is yesterday. And I would think, I think you should put this on your calendars in the future. All right? This was Dinner on the Diamond. So then I'm driving home, Aaron, and, and uh, get some more exciting news. Yesterday I said something on the air about Keeley Browning getting into Baylor, and that's the daughter of uh, – uh, Blair and Jordan Browning, two close friends of mine, my old college roommate, and Blair's a big, uh, he's a professor at Baylor. And then last night on the way home, I got the news that my nephew, John Andrew Logsdon, had been accepted into Baylor. And he was excited, and he was giving it some fist pumps. And so, of course, that got me all excited. And um, it's just neat to see my great-grandparents went to Baylor and so I think if you do the math, that makes that's like fifth generation. We may have skipped one generation, but anyway, uh, John Andrew would would lead off the fifth generation of Bears, and uh, that's just very exciting. Aaron, does that get you excited hearing about some of these uh, young people 
being admitted into Baylor in this next group, the next group of the Baylor line, my nephew will be running the field. Does that kind of get you pumped up? Carrying on a long, mostly tradition of doing that. <laughs> That's right. The uh, I was doing it about circa 90, the 91 season. I was a freshman at Baylor, and I was running the Baylor line. And, um, and I guess when my sister got there, about that time she arrived, they were letting, that was the first uh, group of females that could be in the Baylor line and run the line. Now, I don't know, I can't remember if, if my sister Mandy did that or not. Um, my wife was two years behind me, so it was probably about then that group two years after I'd, I ran the line where females were allowed to run the line. Now we don't even understand why they weren't in the first place. It seems, it seems you know, like it's a, it should be an equal opportunity deal. Now, they didn't have the Baylor line. Uh, my dad was playing football, so there was no reason for him to be running out of the field with freshmen before the game, but they didn't, they didn't come up with it until about 1970 or 71, as I recall. And in fact, uh, my uh, Aaron, uh, to keep name dropping, my orthodontist, my childhood orthodontist was uh, Mike Plunk. Dr. Mike Plunk was one of the people who came up with the uh, Baylor line. And then uh, either Kirk or Kent Newsom, one of those guys was um, maybe Kirk, was a, uh, a Baylor cheerleader back in the day. And they played a role in coming up with what would become known as the Baylor line. Now, my Aaron, if you want to go way back, since we're doing some historical perspective, my great-grandparents would have been walking the campus in about 1915 to 1920 range. All right, and that would have been Dow and Mary Hendricks. Now, I would imagine they got married probably toward the end of their Baylor time. Back then, uh, people didn't always wait till they graduated to get married. And so I would imagine they got married probably in about 1915, somewhere around then, because my grandmother, who's still alive, was born in 1923. Aaron, and as you remember, we recently celebrated her, I think even on our show, 99 years old, uh, Frances Lawrence. So anyway, some fun history. We will get our coverage kicked off tomorrow. Aaron, are you going to be in place? Are you ready for this? What what time are you going to try to? Are you you got to do the scoreboard show? Mm-hmm. And of course, you kind of whether it be coffee or energy drinks or kind of what keeps you up for that. You got to watch it because the, you you're going to have to get some rest because Aaron, I would imagine you need to be to be in studio and be ready to roll on time. You probably need to wake up five thirty tomorrow morning. Same for me. Yes, that's exactly what time I said. Is that about Lauren. time? Yeah, yeah, 5.30. Yeah. Tom, of course, because Tom's a little better than I am at setting things up. And when I say a little, I mean a lot. Tom will probably be up more uh, closer to 4.30 or 5. All right? And uh, I'll be rolling in tomorrow morning from Salado, all right, which is kind of our homecoming central. We like to all hole up there in Salado at Mill Creek. And then we'll come rolling down the road, and, and I'll be uh, ready to go tomorrow morning 
at 7 a.m. Oh, Aaron, it hurts to even talk about it. But that's when our game day live show will start up. All right, we got a busy, busy show today. Um, we've got Chilling with Quillen's going to be at 4.40 today. Campus Confidential at 5. Mac Rhodes will join us today at 5.20, Baylor Director of Athletics. But next, it is the Chief Marketing Officer for Baylor University uh, to talk about this huge homecoming. Jason Cook joins us next. Recently on Game Time. Hang on. Tom Ward's got the yo-yo. Go ahead, Tom. Let me All see right. it. it. He's going to knock himself out. <laughs> he can't even get the string on his finger. Okay, here we go. All right, go. here ready? we go. <laughs> you know, I just figured this out. This is a right-handed yo-yo. <laughs> Are you left-handed? I'm left-handed. Get that out of here. Gosh. That's a right-handed no. yo-yo. You don't have right or left hands. I'm That's smart a enough right-handed to know yo-yo. that. Game Time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. We're fighting hard at Pickup Outfitters in our battle to end truck nudity. But it's not just about putting an outfit on a naked truck. It's about making sure you have the very best customer service. So we offer the Pickup Outfitters Lifetime Installation Guarantee. Over time, sometimes your outfit needs a little tune-up, maybe some tightening, adjusting, whatever. If you outfitted your truck at Pickup Outfitters, that tune-up is absolutely no charge for the remainder of the time you own that truck. We also offer free warranty assistance. If for any reason you need to use your warranty, you just bring it back to us and we take care of it. It just makes sense. I mean, operating without a promise like that would be like offering customer service in the nude. And if you've seen our staff, trust me, you don't want that. So do your part to end truck nudity by outfitting your truck, Jeep, SUV, or van at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, where we promise to serve you fully clothed. Check out our website, createacommotion.com. Football is back in full swing, and Specs is here to get you geared up for game day. Shop lower prices on all your favorites and expand your lineup with a huge selection of world-class wines, spirits, beers, and gourmet foods. Specs has been fueling Texas tailgates since 1962 as the one-stop shop for gridiron greatness. When it comes to fantastic football feasts, it's down set specs. The fun starts here. There are several big games this week in college football, including UCLA at Oregon, Texas at Oklahoma State, Mississippi State at Alabama, Kansas at Baylor, Syracuse at Clemson. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Foods. The fun starts here. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port-in. See store for details. 
Hi, Waco. Brian Reese, General Manager, Harley-Davidson of Waco here again. The weather's a little bit cooler. It's definitely riding season, and we want to celebrate the month of October with our Biketoberfest raffle. Anyone coming into the store this month that purchases a new or pre-owned motorcycle can win up to a $2,000 gift card at our Biketoberfest raffle Saturday, the 29th of October. We're going to have food, beer, best Halloween costume contest with up to a $1,000 gift card and plenty of goodies for the kiddos. So come see us this month at Harley-Davidson of Waco. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. NeighborWorks Waco is now in their 30th year of assisting families in the Waco area and purchasing their first home. Today, over 3,200 families have been assisted, and these new homeowners have gained over $320 million in home equity through these years. Would you like to be a part of these results? Give us a call at 254-752-1647 or register to get started at www.nw-waco.org. Let NeighborWorks Waco open the door to homeownership for you and your family. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Carolina Panthers have traded Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers for draft picks. On Thursday night football, Arizona beat the Saints 42-34. Astros go up 2-0 in the ALCS, beating the Yankees 3-2. Game 3 tomorrow in New York. NLCS tonight, San Diego at Philadelphia. That series tied at 1. Homecoming for the Bears tomorrow, hosting Kansas Jayhawks. Our coverage starts at 7 a.m. with game day live on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB back home tomorrow, hosting Sol Ross. Pre-game at 12.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University at home hosting Rouse. Pre-game at 6.30 on 104.9 FM. And the Temple Wildcats on the road at Leo Buckley facing Harker Heights. Pre-game at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas Jason Cook now joining us chief marketing officer at Baylor vice president of marketing 
over all of that and uh, has a lot to do with all these homecoming activities. Jason, is this um, is this the calm before the storm, or has the storm already begun? Now, the Mosleys will be arriving tonight uh, to take part in the bonfire, pigskin. Uh, I did see some uh, some of the, the, the freshmen in their Baylor line jerseys, which probably meant last night they were coming out of the mass meeting, which was really cool. How are things going today? Well, it's it's going great, Matt, and, and what a uh, great celebration of uh, of everything Baylor. Uh, but you know, frankly, my biggest concern right now is if Matt Mosley can make it to a seven o'clock uh, in the morning crew call in the morning. I think that that's what I'm most stressed about. Well, I'd like to have some accountability, and so I'd like you to join me in the morning and be right there with me uh, in the yeah. Baptist faith. We like to talk about accountability partners. It never yeah, made a lot of sense. Go. It never made a lot of sense to me. But uh, anyway, uh, I'd love for you to be out there. Now, what time? But you'll probably be over there preparing to watch the parade and be a part of that. Now, where do you like watching the parade from? You you've now been a part of probably. Let me do the math on when you arrived. Probably about five or six of these things. Although we lost one during a pandemic. Where where yeah, is I your? Where's your spot? Where do you? Uh, yeah. Where do you? Where does the Cook family like to like, hang out during a parade? So this will be my fifth uh, fifth homecoming, and uh, you know, unfortunately, it seems like most of them have been eleven o'clock in the morning kicks, which I uh, really great for that early homecoming parade. But uh, I, I'm more of a traditionalist. I like to be uh, on campus for the homecoming parade, and usually walk uh, back and forth uh, along Fifth Street. Uh, last year was kind of special for me because uh, my youngest son was a freshman living in Penland. So we actually uh, watched the homecoming parade outside of Penland with him and a bunch of his friends last year, was, uh, uh, which was uh, pretty special. But uh, I think this year I'll go back to my routine and be a little bit uh, mobile and uh, maybe just see who has the, uh, the fresh donuts or breakfast burritos uh, around the parade with uh, I think that might be the strategy tomorrow. Well, I like that. And I like that Penland angle over there. That's where I was as a freshman, 193 South, looking out at the uh, tennis courts. And the uh, the women of Russell would be walking by on their way. Uh, the women of Collins this year, there's been, I think, a, a bit of a change. And there's some – or when is that? Is that happening as we speak, the uh, the renovation of uh, of Collins? I mean, that, that – uh, that that's kind of a tradition where a lot of our freshman uh, women live there. Is when does where are we in that? Because we've got so much going on on campus as far as building is concerned. How's the how's the Collins dormitory coming coming along? Well, I'm a little bit afraid that some uh, of our alumni are going to show up uh, for homecoming and realize that. Uh, that there's all these blank windows and uh, <laughs> dumpsters and fences around Collins, but we're in the yeah. midst of the renovation, and uh, they are working feverishly uh, to to get the renovation done in time for the uh, fall semester of uh, 23. So really, uh, we'll miss one full year of Collins, and we've got our freshmen. Uh, uh, female students kind of dispersed uh, around uh, throughout campus right now. Uh, but gosh, the, the Collins experience is uh, such an important part of the of the Baylor culture and tradition. And, and uh, But, 
we had to do it at some point. And uh, so this was, uh, unfortunately, our freshmen this year are going to miss out, but we're going to get it done as soon as possible and and make sure that that experience is, is available uh, for future generations. Jason Cook, Chief Marketing Officer, joining the Matt Mosley Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Um, compare this, you came from the SEC, went to Mississippi State, proud Bulldog there, and uh, uh, is there a, are there any homecomings in the SEC? I can imagine Ole Miss probably does some, oh, that's, I don't want to bring that up. Uh, but um, is there any, are there any that, that rival Baylor's? I mean, this is a pretty amazing experience, but of course, I don't really know what to compare it to because I only go to the Baylor homecoming. And I was trying to figure out how many I'd been to, and I would imagine I've probably been present for probably in the 44 to 45 range of these things wow. over the years. Yeah, because, I mean, I was doing this when I was a little kid, uh, which I'm sure you're like, how could that be? Mosley is so youthful. But um, uh, but anyway, who does anybody have anything – even somewhat comparable in terms of the parade and, and, and how much we love our homecoming at Baylor? Well, uh, there, there's many uh, of the SEC schools that are going to have, uh, have a homecoming. Mississippi State had one. Um, yeah, Alabama has one. I, yeah, I think the biggest difference between the homecomings is uh, in the South, the, uh, the Greek houses, you know, fraternities and sororities have the houses on the campuses proper and how those houses are decorated and the alums going back uh, to those fraternity and sorority houses. I think that that's probably the biggest difference. Um, but what I love about Baylor's homecoming is, first off, it was the original, uh, you know, dating back to 1909. And then uh, there's not another homecoming that rivals our parade in terms of how big it is, how spectacular it is, the, the student involvement, the, how the community comes together uh, in the uh, support of the parade. So, you know, obviously uh, I've got a green shirt on. I'm going to bleed green and gold, uh, and I'm going to vote for Baylor's homecoming any day because we were the first and we set the standard for all others mm. to follow. I like that. Those are, I think that's a very good answer. You're going to vote for Baylor. Brett Yarmark has been voting for the Big 12. Have you noticed that? Our new commissioner of the Big 12. That's, that's been a, ref, a common refrain. I've, I'm voting for the Big 12, and it looks like we're closing in on something as far as media rights, which is very, very interesting. Um, I, by the way, this eternal flame that now burns above the Immortal Ten mem- uh, Memorial. And that uh, man, that was a that uh, my buddy Chase Palmer played a big role a few years ago. He was in law school with me back in the day, in uh, in 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 getting that memorial and that beautiful uh, monument built. Martha Lou Scott, I think she had a a big role back in the day in in getting that done. And a lot of people, of course, played a role. But the Eternal Flame is a new addition, and I think we're going to officially dedicate that. At a basketball game in January, uh, but but it, the flame is already lit, and I find that to be uh, a fascinating and a really cool addition to that Immortal Ten uh, Memorial right there on campus. Jason, have you been over there to see the uh, Eternal Flame now that it's lit? Because uh, I, I would think that's a kind of a, a, a great new addition. 
Yeah, it, it really is a, a special moment, Matt, that it, it, it ties Baylor history to, to students. And, uh, you know, we, we talk about the Baylor line and, of course, you know, the, with this, as we see at football games with students wearing uh, the Baylor line jerseys. But there's so much more to it. And it, it, it really ties the past and, and the present. And that's what, you know, one of the great things uh, last night with mass meeting where the freshmen come in and really hear the story about the Immortal Ten. And it is an emotional experience for our students to have. But to, to make that connection and not make it just to be about one night, but to be about the whole experience and extend that story uh, to, to basketball into into the uh, into the winter semester is pretty exciting, and uh, and that's a, a, a key story uh, that's part of our brand for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, talking to Jason Cook, Chief Marketing Officer, this is the time of year, by the way, when you start admitting uh, new students for the next year. My nephew, uh, John Andrew Logsdon, I was talking earlier, got uh, got accepted, and you send out those things and. Uh, Blair Browning's daughter, Keely Browning. I mean, so many of my friends, kids are now uh, and family members get accepted. You've been through that experience with your son. You were talking about that. What What is, the, I mean, that's kind of a new way of doing this. I can remember finding out via maybe some kind of letter that came in or something. But in this social media world, um, I guess it. I guess you find out on your phones, and we're, we, I, I thought yesterday was kind of fun, and I'm sure you saw the same thing. There were kind of celebrations across the Baylor family, and I guess that's probably for people that did that early application. But uh, but that's a that's that's quite a process, and I'm sure that's kind of fun for you, being a marketing guy, to watch everybody celebrate. You know, getting into Baylor. Well, you picked up on the strategy there. We want to provide content for our admitted uh, uh, prospective students to share on their social media channels. We want them to tell the world how excited they are about uh, becoming a Baylor Bear. And and I'll tell you, Matt, we are just so blessed right now that the demand for a Baylor education uh, has never been been, uh, higher. And uh, just the caliber of students uh, you know, I was in California last week and uh, visiting with uh, Baylor parents and how excited and, and uh, really appreciative of the students that they're uh, that uh, the experience their students are having. Uh, there's just a lot of momentum uh, behind what Baylor's doing right now. And, and frankly, you know, that unique place that we have in higher education, it's a compelling brand differentiator that you could come to a Christian university that's nationally ranked, that's an R1 university, that's, uh, that's not too big, it's not too small, and then we play big-time athletics in the, in the Big 12. And uh, you know, if you look around the country, uh, you know, maybe a Notre Dame, uh, BYU coming into the Big 12, those are really the only two schools that can provide uh, that brand experience, that academic experience that you're going to get at Baylor. So uh, it, uh, people want to come here, and uh, we're we're excited to have them. All right. Well, anytime there's big stuff on campus, Jason, I think of you, and I want to get you involved. And uh, uh, and I appreciate it. I hope that um, you're always kind to kind of 
come by the uh, our area over there near the um, I like to you know think that you're kind of coming over there to say hi to me I honestly think you probably have some uh, responsibilities with the Baylor alumni folks but that'll be a tent we'll have going and then uh, we'll get going seven tomorrow morning with our pregame show look forward to seeing you out there and by the way Jason let's beat the Jayhawks got to get back to our uh, our winning ways okay uh, we need to, and just, hey, while you're at the parade, kicked off at 7 o'clock downtown, you can listen to Matt Mosley on the pregame show. We think the parade's going to hit campus around 8 o'clock in the morning. I like that. I, that's, that. That was worth it right there just for the promo you gave me. Aaron, let's make sure we <laughs> record that. Uh, Jason Cook, Baylor Chief Marketing Officer. Always fun, Jason. I, I look forward to seeing you on campus tomorrow. You bet. Sick bears. There he goes. Jason Cook, uh, who has uh, embraced the Baylor way of life and spent a little time there in Starkville, also in College Station. But once he got to Waco, I mean, I think he settled in nicely, and now he's got kids going to Baylor, and so the whole thing has come together. All right, uh, we will do Campus Confidential today at 5 o'clock. Next, it is Chillin' with Quillin'. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas. The China Spring Coaches Show with Tyler Beatty is brought to you by Benchmark Mortgage, Bush's Chicken at China Springs, China Spring Country Store, and Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors. China Spring Cougars now 2-0 in district play after a 42-7 win over La Vega. Coach Cash McCollum apparently was on his game Friday against the Pirates, completing 16 of 20 passes, 204 yards, and three touchdowns. It's been impressive to, to see that over the course of the season, um, he's continued to have some success and his ability to move within the pocket and changing the launch points of uh, giving us an edge. And The receivers are competing and fighting for the football once it's in the air. Up just 14 to nothing at halftime. What allowed your team to add four TDs in the second half? We've got an absolutely incredible coaching staff. You know, La Vega does a really good job, and they're super athletic and big, and uh, some aspects on our defensive line didn't allow us to be very successful in, in getting the ball carrier down, and so we had to make some adjustments and get other guys on the field and different blitz packages and uh, getting the football back into our offense's hands. And Coach Patrick, offensive coordinator, uh, did a really good job of keeping the ball on the ground, using the clock in our favor, and, and then finishing drives. Well, the football eyes of Texas will be focused on Cougar Field this Friday as the second-ranked Cougars host number one Stephenville. What makes Stephenville so good? They know how to finish. They they have something about them that doesn't allow them to give up. You know, you look at some of their early season victories and they're winning by a point or two in uh, high-scoring games. So one thing that our kids understand is battling from behind, but also getting after it and playing until that clock runs out. And so what we're so excited about is that it's going to be two really good football teams that don't have any quit in them. And uh, everybody's going to get what they want to see when they come to Town Spring this Friday. ESPN Central Texas. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, 
and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. You'll find gifts for the whole family. Jewelry, candles, home decor, and wind chimes at China Spring Country Store. They are also an official Purina feed dealer. Featuring bagged and bulk animal feed for all your farm animals and pets. China Spring Country Store is also the place to buy lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, plus farm and ranch supplies, including gates, panels, and fencing. Go by and say hello to Taylor, Melissa, and the gang at China Spring Country Store. 9030 China Spring Highway and at ChinaSpringCountryStore.com. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage Waco Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage Waco Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 74647. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. At Morrison's Gifts, they get it. It's just too early to think about gifts for the holidays, and suddenly you realize they're here and you just don't have the money for the gifts they really deserve. That's why Morrison's offers layaway. Spread those payments out and be a hero at the holidays. Choose from John Hart and Cotuela bags, totes and purses, jelly cat plush animals, and over 70 other lines of gifts and gourmet items. That's Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business at the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills next to Jason's Deli. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialist today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. With replacement windows being 12 to 14 weeks out, you need to beat the cold weather and get an estimate on those old drafty windows now. Call Universal Windows Direct today. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for eight consecutive years. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. Don't forget to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. 
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Carolina Panthers have traded Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers for draft picks. On Thursday night football, Arizona beat the Saints 42-34. Astros go up 2-0 in the ALCS, beating the Yankees 3-2. Game 3 tomorrow in New York. NLCS tonight, San Diego at Philadelphia. That series tied at 1. Homecoming for the Bears tomorrow, hosting Kansas Jayhawks. Our coverage starts at 7 a.m. with game day live on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB back home tomorrow, hosting Sol Ross. Pre-game at 12.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University at home hosting Rouse. Pre-game at 6.30 on 104.9 FM. And the Temple Wildcats on the road at Leo Buckley facing Harker Heights. Pre-game at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes. Only on ESPN Central Texas. Now time for Chilling with Quillen on ESPN Central Texas. Is chilling with Quillen. Special uh, edition, homecoming edition. Always good to catch up with uh, with Curtis Quillen and kind of see what's on his mind. And uh, he's hurting a little bit, coming off a tough loss for the Pokes last week against TCU. But it does happen. They'll be able to rebound. They'll have a chance to rebound this week. But uh, full slate of Big 12 games uh and Curtis, we're focused on this Baylor Kansas game, but boy, that one in uh, Fort Worth, uh, and of course, Ooh. it's two weeks in a row. How about Kansas State going in there? Both those teams undefeated in Big Twelve play. Uh, are you? I, I mean, I don't know if, if TCU starting to feel like kind of a team of destiny or what. Uh, a couple of teams that feature purple prominently in their school colors. What do you make of this one? I think this is uh, this might be for a spot in Arlington I, because you look at who both of these teams have played so far, and neither one of them has played Baylor. But you know, Kansas State's played Oklahoma, it's played Texas Tech, it's played uh, pretty tough schedule to this point, and so is TCU. And TCU has come out of it smelling quite like roses. And uh, I think I think the winner of this one has an inside track toward a spot in Arlington for the Big Twelve Conference Championship game. Uh, first Saturday in December. Uh, this is, you know, a dual threat quarterback in Adrian Martinez. And if Martinez isn't the leading rusher, then Deuce Vaughn is. And whichever one of them comes in first, the other one comes in second on rushing yards. Um, there was one game not that long ago where Martinez had one more rushing yard than Deuce Vaughn did on one fewer attempt. And so they're very, very balanced in their attack. And, you know, um, Kansas State's very good, but my goodness, Max Duggan is having the, the season of a lifetime in his, uh, you know, move out of an RPO kind of look into a more of a spread slash air raid look, and uh, he's having quite a season himself. And then you've got the uh, the former Temple Wildcat, Quentin Johnston, who's looking like he might have a say in the, in the Bolitnikoff race this season. And so he's having a remarkable season. And I don't know if you saw the stat line when Johnston and TCU won at Kansas, but he had 14 catches for a whole ton of yards on 16 targets, Matt. So all but two yeah. of the times he was targeted, the ball wound up in his hand. Yeah, he he's really good. And to see someone move like that with that kind of size is pretty interesting. Now, Oklahoma State uh, takes on – 
Texas. I believe this is what y'all call walk around and the whole homecoming scene will be going on in Stillwater. I'm told it's one of the great homecoming experiences in the country. And of course, we claim that at Baylor because we invented homecoming. First homecoming, uh, I believe, 1909. All right. So we kind of built this thing, Curtis, and are very proud of it, as you may have been able to figure out in your time in Waco. But Oklahoma State, now you've got Oklahoma State um, at least, okay, this is interesting. You've got them covering, uh, and but you, you have Texas to actually win the game. So I guess Oklahoma State is getting six and a half points at home against Texas. Those are a lot of points. For a good pokes team, I, I that this is a this is a really interesting matchup. It's a really interesting matchup. And back to homecoming, real quick, Matt. I'm going to stop you. It's not one of. It is America's greatest homecoming celebration in Stillwater, Oklahoma, USA. <laughs> Walk around tonight, homecoming and hoops tonight, and then tomorrow you got the game and the parade and uh, all of that. And it's a lot of fun up in Stillwater, just like a lot of Baylor fans enjoy the one in Waco. And so. Um, orange everywhere and and literally. And so, um, it's a, it's a really fun game, but the thing that gives me pause on Oklahoma state in this game is who is the closest quarterback this season that the Cowboys have faced to what they're going to face against Quinn Ewers from Texas tomorrow. And to me, the answer is Max Duggan. And that did not go well. Um, when you look at the, uh, uh, the receiving core, who's the closest receiving core to what, the Cowboys are going to face tomorrow. To me, it's TCU. That did not go well. And so I think you can learn from things. But also, Oklahoma State went the final 40 minutes of regulation on Saturday in Fort Worth without scoring a single touchdown. And so Texas has a defense that's capable of causing some headaches. And, I mean, I I would say Texas and TCU's defenses are – uh, pretty comparable, and you know I'm not going to say that they're carbon copies of one another, but uh, I have a lot of th- I have a lot of concerns about Oklahoma State coming out of that TCU game for a team that I was saying not that long ago looked like the best team in the Big 12. John Morris and I this week on the Big 12 breakdown both said, you know, bo- a week ago we were both standing here talking about we think Oklahoma State's the best team in the Big 12, and now maybe it's TCU. And, um, you know, through non-conference, I thought TCU was kind of like 2019 Baylor, a very good, very untested team. Well, they're tested now, and they're still 6-0. So, um, but yeah, this Oklahoma State team, I think, it can, I think it can challenge, but I don't, the way Quinn Ewers is playing right now, the way that uh, he handled the second most physical defense that he has seen all season, um, and they got the win because Iowa State's defense is very good. Both of those FBS teams in Iowa are almost like carbon copies. A phenomenal, phenomenal defense and an offense that can't move the ball, can't score points, can't, can barely function. In one case, it's because of an overly complicated scheme, and in the other, it's just inexperience. And so um, I like what I saw from Texas against Iowa State, and it leads me to think that the Longhorns might get back to uh, the tradition in this series of the road team winning this one. Mm, mm. I can remember some uh, interesting situations where one of those teams would be way up and the other team would come rolling back in between. And it's it's happened both ways where uh, OSU's come back to beat them. And then the same thing with OSU having Texas way down. And then Texas has come back. I remember some of those over the years. Talking to Curtis Quillen, 
the uh, Channel 6 sports director there in uh, the greater uh, Central Texas area, looking at some of these high school matchups. China Spring, Stephenville, you know, has to kind of lead the way. And I'll let you always like for you to talk about whatever you've chosen as your game of the week. But uh, in terms of a one versus two, mano y mano, uh, that, that one really jumps off the page at you. Oh, yeah. On paper, this is the game of the week in the state of Texas, right? And so you would think that it's our game of the week, but because of the demands of our show, we went a different route because, well, Stephenville's not in our viewing area. Uh, this is an awesome showdown. This is two electric offenses. This is a China Spring defense that's very good, and a Stephenville defense is wildly inconsistent. Um, but whenever you have a high-powered offense like Stephenville does, you don't necessarily need your defense to go pitch a shutout every week. You just need them to get you the ball a couple of times, right? And so, and that's what Stephenville's been able to do. Um, they've kind of made a living doing that. And it, if it were, if it if it ain't broke, you don't fix it. And this this Stephenville team is very much not not broken. So um, I love this matchup. I think, and you know, I might be in the minority on this one. I think that I think we see this game twice this season. I think these two teams play um, in the regional final potentially, um, and I think this is proving that China Spring was really building something when Brian Bell was there, and that it wasn't just like a, we're building for that fourth year because of this freshman class. No, this proves that they've been building a lot more than just one class worth of success um, in that time, and uh, they're having a wonderful season there and on the. Uh, on the banks of uh, Lake Waco, but I, I love this matchup. I think it is, I think it's as good as advertised, especially on paper. I mean, everybody in the state that covers high school football on a statewide scale is at this game. Um, and it's a wonderful week for high school football in central Texas. I mean, you don't just have China spring Stephenville, but you have seven and one Wortham at un, unbeaten Mark. You have uh, a battle of reigning state champs in Lorena and Franklin, our game of the week. And I know the game of the week for several other um, media outlets here in Central Texas that try to keep it as local as possible uh, is Harker Heights and Temple for the District 12 mm. 6 crown and just some of the playoff implications that come with that because of realignment um, and kind of the unknown Temple being kind of the uh, the swing team as far as divisions go. Temple could like will likely go Division One, but there is a path to Temple dropping to Division Two, um, and so you know which one of these two is going to get a home game in the event that. Uh, and then in the event that Temple does go Division Two, uh, and so there's a, it's just a phenomenal week of high school football here in Central Texas. Man, you mentioned it. You get Crawford, Bosqueville, also Conley, Salado, uh, West, and Grandview. I mean, all those ones you mentioned. Um, it's uh, there's a lot of fun. No shortage of uh, of picks that to uh, to to go with. I mean, it, and this is so fun because, as you said, it's the push to the playoffs. And so you start looking at the matchups and start looking, okay, who's going to be, where are these things going to be held, all of that kind of thing. So uh, there's, a, there's, you're right, There's you can send everybody kind of out into the field. Now, how many games will you all try to uh, uh, get capture highlights from tonight? We will have 14, uh, 14 games on Friday Night Lights tonight, plus we'll have a reporter presence from Conley Salado, and then we'll have Matt Lively at Leo Buckley Stadium for um, Harker Heights and Temple, um, and we'll kind of go inside why Heights Temple 
is such an impactful game, not just locally, but in the 6A Division II Region II picture. Um, and so um, we'll, we'll have, you know, we'll have the Battle of the Bell. We'll have Coppers Cove Hutto. Um, and we'll have just a, as many games as we can get to uh, here in our area. There are some that when we were doing the, the shooters list for this week, I looked at it and, um, you know, there's some schools we haven't been to this season and it's not for a lack of trying. It's just un- unfortunate timing with the schedule. Well, this week we're going to hit a couple of those. We'll be at Riker tonight. We'll be at Bruce Valetti tonight. Um, and then, you know, we'll have games like Hearn Holland, which may be for a district 13, two, a division one title. It may be for second or third place. Uh, we don't really know what to make of 13, two, a one at the moment. Um, and then, you know, just some of these other games that, you know, Academy McGregor, by my math, the Bumblebees can clinch a playoff spot with a win tonight, but it was explained to me that they might have to win two, depending on what happens with Rockdale Cameron Yo tonight um, in the battle for the bell. And so that expect that to happen pretty quickly. I mean, obviously Rockdale Yo is one of the best rivalries in the state. And so uh, we'll have as many as we can get to. And then, of course, we we break down the big picture of it at the end of the show every night on every Friday night on Friday Night Lights. And one of the things we're going to focus on is that 12-6A playoff picture because, uh, you know, what has to happen for Temple to go Division Two, and what happens if uh, what happens after this one tonight um, if Temple goes Division One instead. All right, Friday Night Lights is the show. They do such a great job. Matt will be out there at the game of the week, and uh, Curtis always anchoring. He'll have his tie on. He'll be ready to go. Uh, Curtis, uh, enjoy it. Have fun tonight, and we'll be watching. And then, of course, when you get up early tomorrow morning, be listening to us on our pregame show right here on ESPN Central Texas. 7 a.m. start tomorrow morning, and I know you'll want to be hearing me at that that early hour. So... (laughs) Thank you, Curtis. Of course. Thanks, Matt. Always want to hear your dulcet tones. (laughs) That's right. There he goes. Curtis Quillen. It is Chillin' with Quillen, which we do every Friday, usually at about 420, a little later today, but uh, always fun to get to visit with Curtis Quillen, the sports director at Channel 6. It is now time for something we do, uh, and we love doing it. It is Campus Confidential. That is next. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Dak Prescott tells you about preparations for his return to the starting lineup Sunday against the Lions. You'll hear from Dak after this. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Becky Hammond on being the first woman to coach in the NBA. What if it's no big deal that I'm a woman? What if it's about striving for excellence and being the best me without the label? It's not about where others say you should be. It's about where you want to go. It's about a financial services company that focuses on your measures of success. Whether it's for your home or business, we offer personalized service and expert advice to help you achieve your unique goals. Visit SWBC.com for financial services without the labels. 
For the first time since breaking his right thumb in the regular season opener, Dak Prescott will be back under center, and it'll be Sunday when the Cowboys host the Detroit Lions. After practice yesterday, Dak spoke with reporters. Yeah, I did everything. I mean, I wasn't limited by any means. It wasn't a pitch count. Uh, things happen. You can't get too far ahead of yourself. Can't look back at what's happened. Uh, I'm just thankful I just went out there and had a good practice. Feel good right now. Yeah, go focus in on these afternoon meetings. Um, just put my mind right where I am and still going to go through, through some things. But for the most part, uh, I'm healthy. It feels good. Grab the ball. Ball's comfortable in my hand. My grip's great. And putting it behind me and just... When I look up, I'll be prepared, ready to go for Sunday. Lions-Cowboys kickoff at AT&T Stadium on Sunday is noon central. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. Cars priced right both day and night. of room at Richard Carr in Texas. Count on us, a dealer to trust. At Richard Carr in Waco, Texas. Baylor homecoming is upon us. The floats are finished, campus is buzzing, and soon you'll be here too. Join the Baylor Line Foundation for two fun events. Friday at 5.30, we're hosting a kickoff concert at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Come grab a beer, a burger, and listen to the band. You'll find us under the George's tent. Then rise and shine to start game day the right way at our homecoming tailgate for breakfast with your fellow alums from 9 to 11 a.m. Tickets are $10 both days. Come see us at the Georgia's Tent, Sikkim Bears. Montgomery Construction and Roofing is a second-generation roofing company located in Lorena. Montgomery Construction and Roofing offers commercial and residential roofing, such as shingles, metal roofing, TPO, gutters, roofing repairs, and replacements. Give Montgomery Construction and Roofing a call at 254-655-1024. That's 254-655-1024. Or visit their website, RoofsTexas.com, for a free roof inspection. Montgomery Construction and Roofing proudly supports the Lorena Leopards. Heart of Texas Shooting Center, Waco's premier indoor firing range is open. The state-of-the-art indoor firing range is climate-controlled and open to the public seven days a week. Bring your own firearm or rent one on site. Experienced and knowledgeable instructors are on site to help you get the most out of your shooting experience. For more information, call 254-492-8300 or log on to hotshootingcenter.com. Located at 5040 South Loop 340 in Waco. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. At Texas Truck Love, our prices are so low, they are scary. Just ask our competitors. 
Texas Truck Love is Waco's only authorized installer of cat skin leather and best in industry, Aaliyah leather, as well as your best source for hard-to-find original manufacturer parts. Unlike the other shops in town where interiors take a backseat to accessories and tent, Texas Truck Love specializes in interiors. They offer a wide variety of services, including OEM seat repair, new leather upholstery, and aftermarket accessories, all at competitive prices. Texas Truck Love is just a Texas two-step away. Located at 4793 South University Park Drive. Check them out at texastrucklove.com or give them a call at 254-313-2946 and ask about their financing options. And remember, Texas Truck Love loves your truck as much as you do. And our prices are so low, they're scary. Just ask our competitors. An agent for 31 years, Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance has the experience to help you understand your coverage options. Whether it's auto, home, life, or business insurance and retirement planning. And Joe is proud of his longtime connection to Baylor University. His brother Jerry played football for the Bears. Uncle W.J. Wimpy was a Baylor chaplain for 50 years and his son Bo plays baseball there. Call or text Joe Wimpy Agency Farmers Insurance today. 972-771-8051. That's 972-771-8051. 8051. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, RX 300 Topical Pain Cream, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley as uh, we get you ready uh, for some college football tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. kickoff, Baylor in Kansas. It is the homecoming game. Jayhawks coming into town. This is not your father's Jayhawks. This is a, a, a rough-and-tumble bunch led by their backup quarterback, Jason Bean, and then, of course, their popular head coach, Lance Leipold. So this will be uh, this will be very interesting to see how this unfolds. Um, coming up in the uh, at 520, we do have Mac Rhodes, Baylor's director of athletics. Uh, look forward to visiting with him. But first, let's do some Campus Confidential. Aaron, what's on your uh, agenda today? Ross Dellinger with another article on uh, college football playoff expansion for Sports Illustrated today. Yesterday, it was about how they were having trouble finalizing details. Today, he went into more details about some of the problems they were having. One of the biggest problems, the NFL. The NFL is scheduling more and more games at different times and different days of the week, and they're having trouble finding spots to play playoff games that wouldn't conflict with the NFL schedule. His conclusion and the conclusion of the people who are doing it was that they're just going to have to eventually go head-to-head with the NFL on at least a couple of days. But another very good article by Ross Dellinger uh, behind the scenes of the expansion of the college football playoffs. 
Yeah, have you noticed these stories lately? Everybody's dropping F-bombs. Jerry said yes. one the other day. He said um, about Robert Kraft, don't F with me. And, and he actually was on a... Acknowledged, an- yes. yeah. He, he acknowledged that he said it today. I saw that, that uh, Jerry was asked about it on his show on the on the flagship about about uh saying that and he said yeah i I said that it probably wasn't um you know the nicest way to convey that but i did say that so he did own up to that but you know you're right um what's happening is and next year they've already announced that i think amazon's going to get a black friday nfl game i mean for the longest time the nfl could not do fridays for obvious reasons, because there is a there are rules in place to keep the NFL off of the days of high schools, and they were supposed to kind of keep that sacred. Well, now because as you get into December, the NFL is allowed to have some Saturday games. The days you would be playing these uh, college football, the, the expansion, the playoffs would be on Saturday. And at some point, you're just going to have to go up against the NFL. Used to be sort of a, a more collegial type atmosphere about college and NFL and high school and everybody working together. And at some point, the NFL, and it happened probably a pretty good while back, but they just became mercenaries. There's no, and you know, they'll kind of act like, oh my gosh, we love high school and they'll do things that make you try to think they, but again, what they love is power money eyeballs how do we get the most eyeballs on our product how do we take care of our partners and that is get as many games as you can on many nights as you can so uh unfortunately nothing is really sacred anymore you're going to have a thursday night game you already have a monday night game and now once they get a a couple games on friday Watch what they try to do. They'll try to do even more. They never, they never go back the other direction. Once they get the stake in the ground, they uh, continue. You already mentioned Baylor versus Kansas, starting with game day live, starting at 7 a.m. right here on ESPN Central Texas. The rest of the Big 12 slate tomorrow, West Virginia at Texas Tech, 2 o'clock on Fox Sports 1, and then two games involving both teams being uh, both teams in the top 25. First up at 2:30 on ABC is number 20 Texas at number 11 Oklahoma State, and then the late game, number 17 Kansas State at number eight TCU at seven o'clock on Fox Sports One. Uh, Matt, which one of those games are you more interested in? Well, I uh, the Baylor Kansas. I'll be working that game and homecoming and family with me. So obviously there's there's excitement about that I mean about that one but I would say that uh from a viewing standpoint I'm going to be very interested in checking out I mean I would say it's a tie between <laughs> K-State and TCU and uh University of Texas and Oklahoma State. I, I just I I think both those games are fascinating for a lot of different reasons. Uh they're both important games but I think um, I think we're going to find out if if this Texas team is for real with what they face in uh, the land of the poke, and I think uh, I think we're going to find out a lot about the Bears 
uh, for sure. But, it, but boy, TCU will be challenged by that K-State team, a team not wor- that, that has had some success on the road. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Mac Rhodes, Baylor Director of Athletics, joins us next. It's time now for the Baylor Sports Beat. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday. Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, we'll look ahead at the weekend in Baylor Athletics. On homecoming on the Baylor campus, it includes Baylor and Kansas. Big 12 football tomorrow at McLean Stadium. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. During Ram Power Days at Allen Samuels, our great selection of new cars and trucks come with amazing deals and competitive financing that makes you ask, why shop anywhere else? The new 2022 Ram trucks are designed to be durable, functional, and stylish. These legendary, award-winning trucks give you that first-class feel, luxurious leather trim seating options, exceptional legroom and storage, plus surround-view camera options you'd expect from a premium truck. Come see our selection today or browse online at allensamuelsdcj.com. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Want to be part of the action live when your Baylor Bears football team takes on the Oklahoma Sooners this fall? Visit BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau and register for the chance to win a trip to see Baylor take on Oklahoma in Norman on November 5th. One lucky winner and a guest will receive round-trip airfare, hotel accommodations, and tickets to the game. Register today at BaylorBears.com slash Texas Farm Bureau. This exclusive experience is brought to you by Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Join us November 10th at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame in Waco for our next Lunch with a Legend, presented by Baylor Alumni Sports Outreach. Our special guests will be former Baylor women's basketball and now WNBA guard Odyssey Sims. It's Thursday, November 10th, beginning at 11.30 a.m. at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame, and tickets are available now by calling 254-710-8300. Join us as we hear from former Baylor women's basketball All-American Odyssey Sims. November 10th, presented by Baylor Alumni Sports Outreach. Now for a look at what's happening this weekend in Baylor Athletics. Here again is John Morris. And welcome back. It is a busy week, a busy weekend on the Baylor campus. It includes Baylor Equestrian hosting number one TCU today at noon at the Willis Family Equestrian Center. Baylor Volleyball on the road at Kansas State tomorrow at 1. Baylor Soccer back home after a 2-0 loss on the road at Texas Tech on Thursday. Soccer hosting TCU Sunday at 1 at Betty Lou Mays Field. There is also Baylor Football home hosting the Kansas Jayhawks tomorrow at 11 a.m. inside McLean Stadium. For the Bears trying to snap out of a two-game losing skid, Coach Dave Aranda says the antidote is simple. It's just every player doing their 1-11th for a successful performance. I'm much more fond of do your 1-11th than do your job. I just feel that do your 1-11th ties you to to 10 other people, and they're counting on you to do your part as opposed to um, as opposed to the other way where it's just slowly kind of focused in on you. I think the, the tie to a team is really the strong, can be the strongest piece and also the most detrimental if you don't think they can hold up and do, and do what we're asking them to do. And so I think getting into the middle of that and, and working to come out on the other side in a positive way is where we're at. 
Dave Aranda and the Bears hosting Kansas tomorrow on homecoming at McLean Stadium. Our coverage here on ESPN Central Texas begins at 7 a.m. with Game Day Live. The Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show on the air at 9 a.m. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff for Baylor in Kansas here on ESPN Central Texas Television tomorrow on ESPN2. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from McLean Stadium and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs is brought to you by Barnun Country Store, Benchmark Mortgage, Crawford Booster Club, MP Electric, Security Bank of Crawford, TFNB, Your Bank for Life, and Hometown Construction. Coach, coming off a 55 to nothing win over Moody last Friday night in district play, and this game was just an all-around really great effort by your team. Offensively, you were able to score 35 points in the first half and put the game away, and defensively, you get the shutout. Yeah, you know, we uh, we went into this ball game wanting to try to put together four quarters of solid play, and I think uh, for the most part, we were able to do that. Uh, we got an opportunity to a lot of uh, to have a lot of our backups uh, be able to come in and, and and perform very very well. I was very pleased with them. So uh, it's just building that depth is something that we really pay a lot of attention to, and uh, the outcome of that game and the way that they played uh, primarily in the second half really gave us a lot of confidence in in the future. Now tonight you're continuing district play at home against Bosqueville. Talk a little bit about this Bosqueville team. They're young, uh, but they still have a lot of uh, talent on, on offense. They're a spread team. Uh, their quarterback, Nick uh, Shornick, is, is very uh, capable, very good athlete. He's got a good arm, uh, and they've got a plethora of receivers they utilize. And so, uh, you know, they're, they're an explosive team, can be an explosive team. So we've got to limit uh, those explosive opportunities that, uh, that they get. And, uh, you know, defensively, I think they're, uh, they put a lot of pressure on you, uh, uh, playing a lot of man-to-man, and they uh, want to pressure the ball as much as they can. So we're going to have to be on our A game uh, to perform well, hopefully, uh, Friday night. ESPN Central Texas. TFNB, your bank for life, supports Central Texas football. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. 
this. The voice of the Bears, John Morris. Weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Hometown Construction and Design constructs custom-built homes from the design of the floor plan to the completed project. They have the resources to get the job done right the first time, and the job will be completed in a timely manner. And here's the best part. The professionals at Hometown Construction and Design provide frequent updates to their customers. If you're looking to build in a rural area or in the city, contact Hometown Construction and Design, 254-229-0006, and check them out on Facebook. Your one stop for all farm and ranch supplies is Bar None Country Store. And when it's time to buy feed for all of your animals, they're an official Purina dealer. Bar None Country Store also stocks lawn and garden supplies, outdoor furniture, ag hardware, and Circle E and Tyler candles. Go by and say hello to Paula, Chelsea, and the gang at Bar None Country Store. 7991 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville and at barnonecountrystore.com. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895 or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net. Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to 5 years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal Housing lender espn radio sports center i'm ward watch with your espn central texas sports center update brought to you by bp services carolina panthers have traded christian mccaffrey to the 49ers for draft picks on thursday night football arizona beat the saints 42 to 34 astros go up 2-0 in the alcs beating the yankees 3-2 game three tomorrow in new york nlcs tonight san diego at philadelphia that series tied at one homecoming for the bears tomorrow hosting kansas jayhawks our coverage starts at 7 a.m with game day live on espn central texas umh be back home tomorrow hosting Sol ross pregame at 12 30 on fox sports central texas high school football on our airwaves tonight university at home hosting rouse pregame at 6 30 on 104.9 fm and the temple wildcats on the road at leo buckley facing harker heights pregame at 7 on fox sports central texas sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Ah, it's Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. And it's time to talk to the uh, director of athletics at Baylor, Mac Rhodes, joins us. And, uh, Mac, it's fun to get to talk to you. What an incredible weekend this is as we, as we all descend upon Waco. And I'm just curious, was it um, your first home Baylor homecoming? Think back to it. Was it pretty eye-opening? I mean, I'm sure some of your previous stops had homecomings, but we sort of take things pretty seriously with our homecoming at Baylor and are proud of the biggest homecoming parade in the country and I think the first homecoming in the country did it. Uh, 
was it had you I guess you'd been prepared for it, but was it still pretty eye opening that first homecoming? Yeah, no, homecoming here no doubt is is really, really special. And as you said, you know, we, we take it pretty darn pretty darn serious. You know, it was interesting <laughs> because I I uh, obviously, you know, previously that the Baylor was at Missouri and so there's been this big argument that Missouri is the, the oldest homecoming and and um, and not Baylor, and so I I do vividly remember uh, many individuals coming up to me and said, "Hey, just so you know, Missouri is not the oldest homecoming; Baylor is." And so uh, people straighten that out for me uh, pretty pretty quickly. <laughs> now, have you 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 got to get ready for these games, and you have things to do and people to see. Have you been able to get out for the parade? This 11 a.m. start puts a little bit of a kibosh on the parade for those of us that have to get out to the games early. And I know, shockingly, you'd be a little surprised to hear that I actually get to the games fairly early uh, for radio purposes. Uh, but have you have you at least had gotten to spend a little time out at the uh, at, at the parade here in the past? Yeah, in the in the past, I've, I've been able to do that. And, um, you know, last year was was kind of special because it was it was BYU. And so, you know, both the uh, BYU president and athletic director were, were part of the part of the parade and. Um, and so, yeah, I, we've, we've been able, my family and I, Amy and, and, and the girls and, and now son-in-laws, right. And, and now, and now grandson, um, have, have enjoyed the parade in the, in the past. And, you know, this one's going to be a little bit challenging, as you said, with a, with a 11 a.m. start. And, uh, so don't know if I'll, I'll, if I'll be able to get to, to get, to, to this one, but, um, I know that uh, it will be a, a uh, another you know great parade and, and a lot of a lot of Baylor family people there uh, attending. Maybe you could you know cut the pregame workout, the Mac Roads pregame workout one time, okay? If you need yeah, to skimp on maybe, that, maybe. Well, you know what? I'll contemplate <laughs> that tonight. So <laughs> that's right. Uh, Bears off to a three and three start after being predicted to win the conference, and I'm just wondering. How you as the AD uh, assess that, and uh, and uh, you know, obviously what you attribute that to, and then kind of what you know you're an optimistic guy. What kind of gives you hope they can get things rolling here? Yeah, I think you know first, you know I'm I'm probably you know our our toughest critic, and um, and you know I, I think three and three, you know if if we were at all, you know go back six games ago and say, Hey, after the first six, we're going to be, be three and three. I think we'd all, all be disappointed. And that's just being very, very real and, and very, very frank. And so, you know, um, I was particularly, you know, probably most disappointed after, after the West Virginia game. And as everybody knows, that's a, that's been a tough place for, for Baylor to play. And, uh, but I, but I thought it was a game that, that we could have won and, and should have won. And, you know, and, and that's not taking any, anything away from, from West Virginia. So, you know, why, uh, I think we, we've just been a smidge off, um, you know, either, either offensively, defensively and, and, and or special teams. And we just haven't played a game yet where all three of those, those, those phases have played at a, played at a high level and you know coach talks about complimentary football just don't don't think we've done that yet and um even even in the games that that we've we've won 
um, I'm, I'm not sure that we've we've done that really, really well. And so I don't think we're far off. And so when you, you think about the, the next six in, in front of us, uh, I really, truly believe we, we are a, a really good football team. And, you know, the, the challenge, obviously, is keeping everybody together, keeping everybody on the same page. And I think Coach Aranda does a great job of, of that. And, you know, I know they had a, a, a great week of practice. And so, you know, new season, we're, you know, 0-0. And uh, we, we need to, you know, obviously play a, a very, very much improved Kansas team. And Coach Feipold has done a great job there. But, um, you know, I've, I've got great optimism um, in terms of the, this, this next half or this second half of the season. Yeah, Kansas is not as reliable a homecoming opponent as they once were, are they? They've kind of they've. <laughs> they, they, I wish we'd had a little heads up that this was uh, this was coming, but it is interesting because even last week, I think they were listed as the homecoming opponent. I guess that was OU, and even with their backup quarterback, they are a tough program. You mentioned uh, Lance Leipold. I mean, I. I hope I hope that uh, they get to keep him because he's become a hot name in coaching. Mac, I do like the fact that some of these guys in their their fifties now are seen as like hot coaching candidates. Don't you kind of like that? The guys like in their late fifties or now for a while it was you had to hire somebody in their in their early forties or late thirties. I, I do I do kind of like that about Leipold. Yeah, I, I just think with Coach Leipold, I think, you know, for, for me, um, I they, I just think he's a really, really good person. He's he's really good for, for college football. And, he, you know, he had such great success at, at, you know, lower levels when you think about divisions. And uh, and for him to have, you know, finally, you know, get get the opportunity to be at a at a power five level, he, he has certainly made the most of it. And, you know, year year two has got, got things rolling and, you know, you hate it for them that that they had the the injury to, to Jalen Daniels, and you know, from from what I understand, not just a, a really really good good player, great player, but a but also a great young man, and you know, and I think Jason being their their backup is is playing really really well. So it's it's going to be you know quite a task for for us you know tomorrow at at 11 a.m. and you know I I think we're going to have to play well um, certainly all three phases play complementary football. Um, in in order to, to to have a chance to 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 beat a really good Kansas team, talking to Mac Rhodes, director of Baylor Athletics, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, uh, reports that the Big Twelve is getting closer to having a media rights deal done. Some of that comes from the commissioner himself, Brett Yormark, saying he thinks in the next week or two this could happen. I, I'm just wondering how surprised are you? You've seen negotiations over the years like this. How surprised are you at how quickly something like this seems to be getting done? I, I, seemingly, that would be a great sign for the Big 12 because it seems like they, you know, they've come together on terms maybe quicker than we had anticipated. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, we're we're really optimistic, and uh, and again, I think Commissioner Yormark spoke spoke to that. I, I think it says a lot, you know, Matt, that you know our two our two TV partners. You know they they are you know uh, right now primary in terms of college football and and certainly and certainly basketball men's and 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 women's basketball but uh, I think it says a lot that uh, both partners wanted to, wanted to have conversation and engage in in trying to extend our current deal you know uh, before we 
they they ever had to. And uh, and so the fact that they they both agreed and wanted to do that, and then you know they they've been very very intentional. And I think you know that the conversations uh, between you know between the Big Twelve and, and both of those those media partners have been very positive. They've been very meaningful. They've been very efficient. You know, not a not a lot of a lot of wasted time. And I think they've been very genuine and sincere. And uh, you know, I think both ESPN and, and Fox you know, really, really want to, to see a new deal get done or an extension, however you, however you, you, you look at it. And certainly we, we the, the Big 12, want, wants the same. And so uh, I, I think that's going to happen. And, you know, again, uh, like, like Commissioner Yormark said, I think it's something that, that happens here, you know, sooner, sooner rather than later. And uh, I think it's, you know, going to be really, really good for the, for the 12. You know, we'll, we'll navigate the 14 until – until the uh, the end of the uh, 24-25 academic year, but uh, I, I think the the Big 12 is really really well positioned when we think about the five Power Five conferences. When we think about you know the CFP and expansion, um, the the Big 12 is is going to, is going to be viable. And you know what what I think I'm I'm most most proud of. I think Baylor has done its part and has has played a big role in that. I think Baylor certainly has. You brought up the CFP expansion. The commissioners met, and they still haven't uh, approved a new expanded playoff. It seemed like the presidents were telling them uh, pretty directly, get this done. It's time to get it done. Um, How did you read what happened yesterday in Dallas with that particular meeting? Because I think Bill Hancock's saying, hey, time is not on our side, and We've been saying this over and over, and I think everybody's optimistic maybe that they can get something done, but at some point you do have to pull the trigger to get this expanded playoff in place by 2024. Yeah. You know, I, I, I still think that we've, we've got some time, and, and I think that, you know, probably, you know, um, this this calendar year is, is the timeline. And, you know, um, obviously, you know, talking with, with Commissioner Yormark, I, I still think, you know, people remain positive that we can get something done for the last two years of the, the, the current agreement. Um, you know, there's, there's you know, issues of, of bowl games and, and how does that work out and play out in terms of, in terms of you know, the, the, the 12 teams and, and uh, you know, not, not the first round, but, but certainly the second round. And then, you know, revenue distribution and so look they'll there there are a bunch of smart people in that that room and and uh i think you know they'll they'll find the the right landing landing spot and you know i i certainly still still anticipate you know the 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 12 game expansion you know happening the last two years where do you stand on those bowl games there's a movement to get these uh first couple of rounds on campus, even into the semifinals uh, of the playoff. Let's get those on campus. I, I guess there's reasons to go either way on that. How, As we kind of get closer to coming up with something, how do you kind of lean? Because obviously you've had some great experiences with bowl games, but you also know how fun it is to play those things on campus. There seems to be a movement among some presidents or commissioners to try to get this on uh, even more games on campus. How? Where do you kind of lean on that? Yeah, I, I I think that there's a sweet spot 
and uh, and you know that's that doesn't mean to be the the political answer, but but I think you know having having first round games on on campus, you know I, I think that that creates great great excitement in terms of that that particular community, but. You know, like we're doing now with with the existing you know playoff system, I, I think we've we've got to find a way to incorporate those those bowl games, those you know, so to speak, as as we used to refer to them, the New Year's New Year's Six bowl games, and and um, and I think we need to do that, and uh, I think at the end of the day, we can we can do that. All right, are you with Scott Drew on expanding the NCAA tournament? I. You know, it's it's so much fun. I it's it's the old don't, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of thing. Uh, sixty eight seemingly has felt about right, or sixty four over the years. Getting over a hundred and getting maybe what two thirds of teams, uh, or maybe at least a third involved. Where where are you with that? You've always been at places that play great basketball, and you love this tournament like a lot of us. Do you would you be open? to expanding that number on the NCAA tournament? Yeah, that's a great question. And, um, you know, uh, Scott and I have had some, some conversation about it. And, and I think, you know, he's, he said that, and he's, he's coming from a perspective of, you know, somebody that, that, you know, coached at, at Valpo and, and, uh, you know, when you think about inclusivity and, and, and all of those things and, you know, I, I think I'm somewhere in between. I think you know there's there's room for for adding a, a few more teams, but but probably being really really careful where that that cutoff is because um, I, I do think you you still have to earn a spot. You you've got to earn your way there. Um, I don't I don't want it to get to get watered down. You know, we've got what 350 you know plus. Um, Division one programs. I can't remember the latest number. Maybe three, somewhere between three hundred and fifty and three three hundred and sixty-five. But you know, could could I, for example, live with you know twenty-five percent of of those teams, you know, playing playing in in the the NCAA tournament? You know, that that's probably something, at least from my lens, um, and and for someone that that absolutely loves this this game, you know, I could I could probably support that. But I don't know that I could do anything you know, north of that. Um, so I do think there's a, there's a little bit of room for, for expansion. All right, Mac Rhodes on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Foster Pavilion, put on your uh, work or your construction hat for a little bit. The, uh, there's a beam that has gone up there. They've done a lot of, you know, pre-foundation work, and they've been moving a ton of dirt out there. But now there's a there's a, an actual post that's coming out of the ground. Um, give us an update, and and how significant is that moment as uh, as we get excited about hopefully getting the the Foster Pavilion opened up in uh, the 2024 portion of the uh, college basketball schedule. Well, it's it's significant, and you mentioned it right. You know, the first four months, just you know, all of the the foundational pilings that 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 had to be drilled and poured and um, certainly, you know, uh, a, a bunch of them and, uh, you know, finally getting past that, that phase. And then now starting, you know, had to, had to build the, uh, the crane that, uh, that will actually erect the, uh, the structural steel, but, uh, beginning that process, um, I think is significant. And I think, you know, the, the, the Baylor family will start to see, uh, just the shape 
of the, the pavilion and the development center come up with the structural steel. And so I think that that will be really, really, really cool. And, you know, right now still, still on track to, you know, play that, that first basketball game in, in January of, of 2024. And so certainly looking forward to that. And then uh, opening up the, uh, the, uh, the basketball development center, you know, a little bit later sometime in, in spring and, and summer of 2024. Okay, I'm already working on one recruit for that 2024 portion of the schedule, all right? So, uh, there's, make, there's... Make, it, make it a good one. <laughs> I promise this, is, this would be a good one if they can, uh, if they can bring him in. And Scott's been known to, to land these guys. Well, listen, this is going to be a lot of fun. Cannot wait to see you out there as Baylor and Kansas get it on at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Mac, uh, thanks for doing this. Great catching up. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. And remember, in basketball, we don't need shooters. We need makers. All right? (laughs) Okay. I like that. Mac Rhodes, we don't need shooters. We need makers. That's a a good – I would like that to be his sign-off every time he comes on with us now. Let me look and see how – oh, Aaron, look at that. I actually actually got him out on time and everything. So uh, great to visit with – with Mac Rhodes and well, Mac uh, being very upfront uh, on on the state of the football program right now, and I think uh, as you got to be, you got to you got to celebrate the great times, which was last year at twelve and two, and you have to acknowledge when you don't reach the areas you expected to reach, and they're three and three. They did not expect that to be the case, and and. Um, and you know you can you can pick out certain things and say well this reason or that reason maybe we're young at this position, uh, but bottom line is you're not where you had hoped to be, and the the great news is you still have some time, you still have time this season, I mean you got another half season uh, left to make this right and and end on a great note. I, one of those years a few years ago. Baylor ended as one of like the hottest teams in the conference. I'm trying to remember what, how you know what year I'm thinking about here. But I mean, it was like by the end of that season, even though they had like four losses that season, four or five losses, the end of that season they got on this tremendous run. And whatever bowl game they went to, it might have been the year they went out to the Holiday Bowl or something. But I remember thinking this team is is, and other people were saying that too. This may be one of the best teams in the country. They just didn't figure it out until it was a little late. But I think that year they ended up either eight and four, nine and three, or something along those, or not maybe nine and four, whatever it was. But it was a. Uh, there's that opportunity. I mean, you could be sitting here if you beat Kansas and you get on a little bit of a roll, and maybe you pick off Oklahoma there. Um, you could look back and go, okay, now this is the team we expected the bears to be now if you if you sit around sort of thinking all oh, all hope is lost then you're in big trouble and uh i i did mean to mention we lost seth the um, the receiver i mean i i like that guy so much the wide receiver number 88 for the bears um is going to be uh in this next portal and uh so the bears have, are losing a few players along the way really every team is but uh I just liked him. I liked his attitude. I liked his approach. And I just thought a lot of him. And I thought he's a pretty good player, too. 
So uh, Bears have lost Fleeks here. Seth now leaves here in the last uh, few days. So it happens, but it's never fun. Uh, and uh, I'd been in touch with some of that player's family. And, man, just a neat, neat kid. And I and you hate to lose really good players and really good people like that. All right. It's the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. The dismount is next. Your leader in high school sports, ESPN Central Texas. <laughs> The Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought to you by Saddle Creek Dental and Redwoods Incorporated. Coach, your football team was in a uh, in a shootout the other night against Rosebud Lot, fifty three fifty two. Talk just talk about the game and and how this thing uh, how this thing unfolded for you. Uh, it was one of those that neither team could stop the other one, <laughs> and uh, they got a little, uh, I guess, touchdown and a half lead on us late. We returned that kickoff for a touchdown. Uh, to bring it back close and ended up scoring to, to make it one score with about two minutes or so, three minutes left in the game. I can't remember, somewhere in there. We kicked the onside, got it, went down and take the lead. And uh, and then we've got them fourth and eight, and, and they complete a pass on us and then get a, a pass interference in the end zone. So I get the ball on the two and – Ended up scoring on a, on a nice little play call by them and uh, just with about 15 seconds left. So, you know, a heartbreaker definitely for the for the kids and for us. But, uh, you know, the kids kept fighting. We had 27 points scored in the, in the last four minutes of the game, both teams combined. So, uh, I guess if you were a fan, it was probably pretty exciting. But, uh, you know, we I thought we played well at times, uh, missed some opportunities early and just uh, – didn't get that victory. Now you got to put this one in the rearview mirror and get ready for the Crawford Pirates. Yeah, that's always fun. But uh, you know, Crawford's really talented on both sides of the ball, and, and they're playing really well. And uh, you know, they've got good coaches over there that do a good job with the kids, and kids play hard. So it'll be a challenge for us. What What is the big challenge when you look at them on uh, on film? You know, I think the big t- challenge anytime you play Crawford, whether it's this year or any year, stop the run. Um, that's what they're going to do. That's what they hang their hat on. And you know, recently they've gotten in some spread stuff, and and they're they're good at that too. Don't get me wrong, they're they're good at that too. But uh, they they want to hang their hat on the run, and and uh, when they get the lead on you, they they get in there and they just pound the ball at you and and. You know, you got to be able to stop it. Otherwise, that's what they're going to do. ESPN Central Texas. The only dentist in the Bosqueville Independent School District is Saddle Creek Dental. Since 2007, doctors Dodd Moore and Jacob Moore have helped patients of all ages while providing them with personalized, gentle care they deserve. They offer laser dentistry, cosmetic fillings, single-day crowns, Invisalign clear aligners, and dental implants. Emergency care and conscious sedation is available. Schedule an appointment today. Saddle Creek Dental, 10104 Saddle Creek Drive and at SaddleCreekDental.com. Good luck, Bosqueville Bulldogs. This is Jim Haller, proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long 
story short, we said, let's go for it. And a week and a half later, thanks to Redwoods Incorporated, we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy. And to make it even better, the cost was less than we had budgeted. Redwoods Incorporated exceeded our expectations. If you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service, go see Greg or Scott at Redwoods Incorporated, conveniently located off North Valley Mills Drive on Esther Street behind Applebee's Restaurant. You'll be glad you did. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Exceptional experience. Extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love Law Firm. They are trial lawyers with over 100 years combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love has an office in Waco managed by local attorney Craig Cherry. Craig Cherry is triple board certified. Fewer than 1% of all lawyers in Texas are triple board certified. He has obtained significant settlements and verdicts for his clients due in no small part to his ingenuity and relentless tenacity. His tireless dedication and ability to anticipate his opponent's next move makes him the ultimate opponent in the courtroom. Learn more about Steckler, Wayne, Cherry, and Love at SWCLaw.com. That's SWCLaw.com. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. I'm Kyle Tomlinson, General Manager of Jeff Hunter Toyota. We offer a full selection of new and pre-owned vehicles. Stop by and see me or any of our team members for a great car at a fair price. Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality, Waco values. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Carolina Panthers have traded Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers for draft picks. On Thursday night football, Arizona beat the Saints 42-34. Astros go up 2-0 in the ALCS, beating the Yankees 3-2. Game 3 tomorrow in New York. NLCS tonight, San Diego at Philadelphia. That series tied at 1. Homecoming for the Bears tomorrow, hosting Kansas Jayhawks. Our coverage starts at 7 a.m. with game day live on ESPN Central Texas. UMHB back home tomorrow, hosting Sol Ross. Pre-game at 12.30 on Fox Sports Central Texas. 
Texas. High school football on our airwaves tonight. University at home hosting Rouse. Pre-game at 6.30 on 104.9 FM. And the Temple Wildcats on the road at Leo Buckley facing Harker Heights. Pre-game at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the dismount. We have to say goodnight as uh, we all get ready to gather. I'll be out at the bonfire pep rally this evening with my wife and daughter. And uh, for me, it's class of 95. Wife is class of 97. Daughter, we'll see. We'll see where she ends up. By the way, huge news on the baseball front today. Bruce Bochy named the Rangers manager. So he's won a couple of World Series, and, I mean, he's big time. So I'm uh, I'm very excited about this. We'll have much more on that Monday. Everybody have a tremendous weekend, and uh, we will see you back here at 4 o'clock on Monday. Good night, everybody. It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris.